Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Let's talk apple cider vinegar. That's the topic of discussion for today's episode of the Reach a Peak podcast experience. And we're going to be reviewing the evidence to actually see once and for all from the perspective and evidence from a sports dietitian, whether the, the ACV, as they call it, the apple cider vinegar, whether it actually is a worthy health food or whether it's just another bullshit diet food that's being promoted as a health fix when in actual fact, all it is, is a nice dressing on your salad. Well, which one is it? Let's get into it. So first, let's start just by defining what is apple cider vinegar. Well, essentially, apple cider vinegar is a vinegar made out of apple juice. Okay, so it contains the, the typical acidity from the acidic acid from vinegar with, you know, it says it has various forms of small amounts of phytochemicals that you find in apples since apples are a fruit. Okay, but it's being proposed as this health fix, this health solution that has so many different benefits. Now, for the purposes of keeping it specifically nutrition related, I'm going to be talking about the benefits from ingestion rather than topical you know, benefits because that's, first of all, not my area. And second of all, it's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about ingesting apple cider vinegar. Does that actually help one become healthier? Does it actually help manage certain conditions, et cetera, et cetera? That's what we're going to be talking about today because there's a few benefits that have been proposed as a result of consuming apple cider vinegar, you know, from helping with fat loss to helping with heart health by reducing cholesterol and triglycerides to you know, improving the management of diabetes by either improving insulin sensitivity or reducing blood sugars and all that sort of stuff. But if, for each of those individual things, we're going to talk about is there actual solid evidence that we can actually kind of fall upon and go, yeah, we can, we can comfortably recommend this as an alternative remedy for other ways of managing these health conditions. That's what today is about. So I can leave you from today's episode going, Yes, I know the truth about apple cider vinegar. It is, et cetera, whatever it is that we decide on, which I already know, but you have to listen to find out the truth. So as I said, there's a few different benefits that are being proposed. Like the ones I mentioned are specifically related to the ingestion of the apple cider vinegar. So first we'll start with the, the heart health side of things. So, so far, the heart health side of things have been studied in animals. Okay, and when I say animals, yes, we are all animals, but what I mean is they haven't been studied in humans. So it's not really the evidence we can go, yeah, this is going to be supporting us. It's more so, uh, you know, maybe worth kind of looking into more, but it's not conclusive yet. Okay, it's like done in rats and stuff like that. There's no good evidence, basically, that vinegar benefits heart health in humans. That's what I'm trying to say. So that one we can scratch away straight away. Now, from the from the fat loss one, because that's the one that people most gravitate towards. Like anyone, when we look at things like, you know, new health solutions and supplements and things like that, most of it's related to people wanting to make it easier for themselves for fat loss. So we're going to look at that one now. Can it actually help your fat loss? Does apple cider vinegar have any benefits there? Well, the suggested benefit there is not in some way how people say it's like a melts away your fat. That doesn't work that way at all. That's, there's nothing that does that. 
It's more so it helps suppress your appetite. So it helps keep you more full. That, that's the kind of proposed benefit of it, that it can help you lose weight by helping you feel more full. And if you feel more full, you'll eat less calories. If you eat less calories, you're more likely to be in a calorie deficit. If you're in a calorie deficit consistently over a, you know, enough of a period of time, you will see weight loss. That's kind of the proposed benefit of that. But when you look at the actual evidence, yes, there is some studies that have shown that potentially can suppress appetite. It's the fact that there's not enough strong evidence to support that. Okay, so it may contribute to it, but it's not as simple as just you take some and it does it. There's a lot of factors at play. Someone's satiety and hunger levels will play, will play a factor. Someone's activity level, someone's genetics, someone's total nutrition intake will matter first and foremost. Okay, and the studies haven't even been studied in huge groups, you know, big enough groups to have some strong, strong kind of even correlation data, let alone causation. So, yeah, there's some studies that suggest potentially can help you reduce your calories by up to 300 calories less a day, but the evidence is just not strong enough for my liking and for many dietitians' liking to recommend it for that sole purpose. So that's another one debunked. Don't worry about apple cider vinegar for weight loss. There's other better ways of doing so. Which now brings us onto the diabetes, which honestly, out of all the proposed benefits of apple cider vinegar, the diabetes benefits is the one that's kind of got this, for lack of a better word, the strongest evidence for it so far. In the sense that it can help kind of reduce kind of postprandial, which is, you know, should I say postprandial is like, you know, after eating. So post-eating blood sugar levels and things like that and, you know, insulin sensitivity. It's been proposed to kind of benefit in those kind of ways. But the evidence even there, it's still like done in small studies. There's multiple studies that have shown some kind of benefit. But even then, it's still something that, is more of a watch this space, more evidence needed, more correlation and causation, and there's other much more effective strategies nutrition-wise that you can do to help manage your blood sugars rather than just taking some apple cider vinegar. It's still not a miracle solution. It's just that out of all the benefits, that's probably the one that shows the most promise. But showing promise and showing conclusive evidence can be a very big gap one that you can't just jump over by taking a spoonful of apple cider vinegar after your meal. So that's just something to consider, okay? Is that while there is some evidence for it, the level of evidence and the impact, the actual, even, even if you were to go, yeah, the evidence supporting this is strong. Let's just assume that that's the case. The actual impact is still minor. It's still not this huge impact on your blood sugar level management. Okay, it's, there's other better ways, like I said, to do it. It's not this, you take it and you're all good to go. That's what I'm getting at here. So it's possible that it helps in that way, but it's, it's, not, uh, it's kind of unclear of how much of that, how prominent that effect is. And whether that actually is exclusive to the apple cider vinegar, because it's actually proposed that it's due to the acidic acid and therefore all vinegars will do it. So in that case, you can just make the argument, that, okay, well then it's vinegar that helps, not apple cider vinegar that helps. But that's semantic. That's drawing its straws. So don't worry about that. Just know that even within the realm of potentially there could be benefits for diabetics, the evidence for it is still not strong enough for us to go, yeah, this is an alternative remedy. This is what we're going to kind of recommend exclusively. That's what I'm getting at there. And then even when you look at the proposed benefits, there are some definite negatives that you need to be aware of. Okay, it's not just all sunshines and rainbows with apple cider vinegar and just taking it. There's a lot of issues with it. And I couldn't tell you how many times I've had a client come in, tell me they're taking apple cider vinegar. I explained the evidence for it is not that strong, so it's up to them if they want to take it. 
but at least don't take it like you're doing it, which is just drinking it straight from the glass. If you're going to do it, be wary of the impact on tooth enamel and damaging your teeth because of the very acidic nature of apple cider vinegar. It's a vinegar. So use a straw, dilute it with something, you know, don't just chug it down and think you're, you're doing this great thing for your health. And then there's also the association of consuming too many kind of pickled foods and the impact on gastric and gastrointestinal health and long-term health there. Things like that you've got to consider as well. It's not just about chugging down vinegar and hoping for the best. There are some evidence to support, some actually decent evidence to support that overconsumption of things like acidic pickled food can actually contribute to issues with the gastrointestinal tract. But the main one is more directly the tooth will be affected, okay? The teeth will be affected, the enamel will be affected, and you're not going to have a good time when you start brushing your teeth and it hurts. So if you're going to take it, at least sip it on with a straw or mix it in or just use it as a salad dressing, as I mentioned. That's what I'm saying out here. Okay, so you don't have to overcomplicate it. Just kind of think about it from the realm of, okay, if I'm going to take it and I understand that the benefits may not be as prominent as people say, this is how I'm going to take it. At least do so in a safe way. Okay, make me happy in that regard. But yeah, the bottom line, the verdict, whatever you want to call it, even though many websites, magazines, healthcare professionals that are not qualified, gurus and you know, celebrities claim that apple cider vinegar has these awesome health benefits and it's helps you treat disease and boost your energy and you know, manage your diabetes and all this sort of stuff. It's unfortunately just there's not enough evidence to make these claims supported enough that we can use it in practice. Okay, so even though some studies show benefits, it's still something that we don't just go, yeah, that's going to help you in that regard. You want to focus on what the evidence-based practices, and that's where a dietitian can come in handy. They can help you kind of decipher through that, take out the guesswork, and let you know what is what and how to do it. But yeah, all in all, the verdict is, despite the fact that there is some evidence to support some benefits, namely in blood sugar management, most of it is anecdotal, most of it is circumstantial, most of it's not based on strong evidence, and most of it, shouldn't be relied on as a strategy to help you. If you like the taste of it, which, you know, it's can't blame you as a salad dressing, put it on your salad. If for whatever reason you still want to drink it, dilute it and drink it for a straw so it doesn't affect your teeth. But don't expect miracles. There's nothing really exists that is like a miracle, but especially not apple cider vinegar. There's no real health benefits to it. It's just a fancy vinegar that can make your, to- uh, your teeth. Make your food taste better. Okay, so I hope that helps. Hope that clarifies that. That's the verdict. That's all I'm going to say about it. And we'll move on. <laughs> okay, so I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I hope it's been informative. And yeah, if you've got any questions about this, or if you want to chat to me about anything, if it's whether it's about this topic or whether it's even about coaching and you want to see how I can help you as your one-on-one sports dietitian, as always, just reach out to me via the email in the description note below or go to my Instagram at the Climbing Dietitian and just send me a message and we can have a chat. But other than that, let me know what you thought about today's episode. If you've got any questions, hit me up. Until next time, stay classy. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.